Thank you so much for checking out the audio version of my channel, Ruslan KD, can you stream out loud on all platforms? If you, yes, you find this valuable, the best way you can reach me, the best way you can give me feedback, the best way you can even hop into a group Zoom call with me is through our King's Dream Patreon community. So consider partnering with us there. The link is in the description of this podcast. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Now enjoy. Recently, a young lady from the Hollywood entertainment world by the name of China McLean has been very active on her social media, sharing not just her faith journey and how she came to be a follower of Jesus, not just her testimony, but like solid apologetics about all kinds of different things from macro evolution to absolute true theory of relativity, Einstein. And some of you guys have asked me to react to her uh, videos before. I haven't really found the, the need, but after this video, I thought it was appropriate too. China McLean comes from the entertainment industry. She was on uh, Disney shows. She still does acting. She's a social media personality with millions of followers across TikTok and Instagram. The video she did on apologetics was very solid. I enjoyed it. I didn't really react to it because there, <laughs> to, to, to engage with some of the Gen Z, you got to make this stuff look really effortless. And she's like, I stayed up all night and I didn't sleep. And I'm going to make this super deep video about apologetics while effortlessly uh, licking this sucker. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I'm going to stay away from that one. But this one I thought was really good. And I wanted to highlight it. I wanted to talk to it. And I wanted to add a little bit to it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm gonna play a few minutes of it, chime in where I need to chime in. And it's just basically the pushback that she's getting is like, hey, uh, we get it. You believe in God. Sweet. You believe in God. But why do you need to keep going on on Instagram and telling us why you believe in God. Why do you need to go and, and tell us all these different things? And she breaks it down, I think, very, very well from a metaphor that her dad took. But China, if you're watching this and you'd like to come on a channel, sis, I would love to uh, interview you at some point. Some of you guys asked me to reach out to her. Uh, I'll try, but y'all really be giving me a lot of clout. Like, I'm just little old me with 83,000, almost 83,000 subscribers on YouTube. Y'all think I could just reach out to these Hollywood stars and be like, come on my YouTube channel and let's talk about Jesus. I'll try, but y'all just want me to interview Kanye and China McLean, everybody. I love it. I appreciate it. So putting it out there, China, if you want to come on the channel, let's do it. Check this out. Snake in the yard analogy. Okay. So say we're best friends. You come over to my house and we chilling, right? We watching movies. I don't know why she started snapping with the... <laughs> we watching movies while we snapping the music. We listening to music. I don't know what Gen Z be doing. And I got, like, art stuff spread out, so we drawing and painting and stuff. And then Gen Z be out here multitasking, you know, she, <laughs> we watching movies, we uh, we, we dancing to music, making TikTok videos with art stuff spread out. I, I, I love this, right? Like, it's just, this is, this is, this is awesome. Remember, oh, shoot, I forgot to take my dog out. Just stay here. Let me take him in the backyard. I'll be right back. You're like, okay, cool. I leave you in the room painting. I take my dog downstairs and I unlock the door. She said it the, the hand. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Cujo. And Cujo. right when I'm walking out, what do I see? I see a snake in the yard. So I grab my dog, rush back inside, close, lock the door. And then I go back upstairs to my room where I left you. 
I see that you've gotten up and you're about to leave the room. And I'm like, wait, where are you going? And you're like, oh, I just, I wanted to go to the backyard too, get some fresh air from these paint fumes. And I said, okay. That's a good metaphor. I'll see you when you get back. So you go downstairs, you open the door, you head out there to get some fresh air and oh, a snake bites you. Mm -mm -mm. So you throw it off of you and you run back in the house and you close the door and you lock it. You run back upstairs to my room and you starting to limp at this point. Your leg is hurting. And you're like, China, China, I just got bit. There's a snake in the yard. Mm. And I say, oh, yeah, I know. I saw it when I was going to take my dog out. Mm -mm -mm. What would your next statement be? China, why didn't you tell me? You saw me heading in that direction. I told you I was going in the backyard. Why didn't you tell me there was a snake back there? And I said, I don't know. I, I wasn't trying to force what I knew on you. So I just thought that you should learn for yourself, as we all should, you know? Because I love you. So I was trying to give you that freedom. This is, this is a good metaphor. You got to give it to her. It's a really good metaphor. What's her dad's metaphor? But it's still a really good metaphor in terms of being Christians inside of this society let's keep watching does that make any sense you wouldn't think that i actually loved you if i knew there was a snake in the yard mm. you told me oh i'm about to go to the backyard and i just let you wander on back there without warning you of the danger mm -hmm. now if you told me oh i'm going to the backyard to get some air and i said oh no, no, no don't go back there i just saw a snake back there would giving you that information be forcing something down your throat it's a good question forcing my beliefs on you no it's showing you that i love you mm -hmm. and i care about what happens come to on. you come on i do videos talking about god to warn you about the snake in the yard come on that's the point i was the snake represents the frightening afterlife that we're choosing by ignoring god's existence in this life in the backyard by the grace of god i got away from the snake before it bit me now i see others heading towards the backyard mm -hmm. I know there's a snake back there. Come on. And so I'm just warning you and letting you know, yo, there is danger in that direction. Come on. And now you have a choice to make. It's as simple as that. You can either choose to be like, oh, heard you. I'm going to go. I'm going to go back <laughs> the way I came. Or you're going to choose to be like, China, I don't believe you. Mm. I don't believe you. I I'm going to go back there anyway. Excuse me. It's good. It's good. She preaching. Now notice, nowhere in my analogy, or Michael McLean's analogy, did I say... Shout out to Pop Dukes. That I was going to force you in the room, and I was going to forcefully keep you from going in the backyard. Right. That would be forcing something down your throat. Right. I never said that. You your own person. You got free will. If you want to go in the backyard, after I've told you that there's a snake back there, do your thing. You can go. You got to make your own decisions. But just warning you of the dangers. See, because... I've been through certain things in my life, especially in the industry that I work in. So I know that God is real. And people can tell you all day, well, you don't know that. You don't know God is real. That's a belief. You don't know what I know. Come on. Come on. Come on, China. Yo, she's going in. Now, Now, a couple things I really want to point out from this metaphor. Okay. Now, praise God that she is strategically positioned uh, uh, in a place where she has a massive non-Christian audience. And I'm going to get there in a second and what the implications of what that means 
for all of us in terms of being Christians in 2020, Gen Z, TikTok, this revival that we're seeing happening with technology. I'm going to get to there in a second, but I want you to, let's just think through this. She's hanging out with someone that is in her home and they are enjoying each other's company. How often do we as Christians allow ourselves to be in the presence of folks who don't believe the same things we believe and enjoy their company and do things where we can find common ground with them. She's painting and dancing the TikTok songs and watching a movie simultaneously. She's multitasking, right? But she's around someone that may or may not have information to what's going on in her backyard, right? So, The beautiful part about just the beginning of this illustration is I would challenge a lot of us, how many of us actually are in a position to have influence, authority, and credibility with people who are far from God? That's my first question, because I think she's uniquely positioned. She's a she's a movie star. She's a TV star. She's a social media star. She draws a wide net of people. And I'm praising God for her. But let's not also assume that because she leverages technology to share the gospel, that resharing something on our IG story about an inspirational quote from Jesus is our quota for telling somebody that there's a snake in the yard. Let's let let's let's not assume that that you just sending somebody a video and not taking the time to sit shoulder to shoulder with somebody is you telling them there's a snake in there is proximity in her metaphor with someone that is not doesn't have that same access to the same are we as christians building relationship with people i'm not talking about people that are harmful to you that's not what i'm saying i'm not talking about people that are going to encourage you to sin that's not what i'm saying i'm not talking about people that are going to cause you to that is not what i'm saying or people that you used to go and do evil things with that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about those family members in your life i'm talking about those friends in your life that that are 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 not christians yet do you have relationship with them that would be my first question. Hey, by the way, if you're watching this, you're finding value from it, hit the like button for the YouTube algorithm. That would help me out a ton. The second question I have is she talks about not forcing someone in a bedroom and locking them in. No, you don't understand. There's a snake in the yard and, 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 and locking somebody. But how often does our evangelistic approach, maybe because we aren't connected in relationship, comes across like we're just yelling at somebody? How often are we just talking about the wrath of God and the angry part of God and you need to repent and the hell and not talking about the grace and the mercy and that it's the kindness of God that leads to repentance? How often are we known by the things we're against instead of being known by the things we're for? I think that's a really good question for us to consider in light of everything that's going on. She says, hey, this is not about forcing anybody. I'm going to give you the, the, the facts, here are the facts, there are snakes in the yard. You don't have to believe me. You can go out there and test it out, but it would be as someone who loves you to tell you the truth. I, I, I got to tell you the truth that there's snakes in the yard. And, and, and that doesn't mean you, you run back in and yell at the person, there's snakes on the yard. And they go, I don't believe you. You idiot. No, there's snakes in the yard. Trust me, don't, don't do that. Don't go back there, right? And also notice something else that when we tell somebody, 
there's snakes in a yard. We also then don't go and say, oh yeah, my cousin who came and told you there's snakes in the yard, he's a false teacher. My, my, my brother who just told you there's snakes in the yard, he's a false prophet. My, 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 my mom who said there's snakes in the yard, her theology is sus. You know, my dad, uh, he's, he's kind of heretical with his doctrine. Notice we don't do that. We just say, hey, listen, there's snakes in the yard. We don't then go and bash other people who are trying to tell other people that there's snakes in the yard. We just say, hey, there's snakes in the yard. Be careful. Don't go back there. Turn around. Change your mind. It's not a good time. Think through it. I love it. I love the metaphor. I love the analogy. And I think it has way, way more implications. And if we just just look at the metaphor and take it to its logical conclusion, there's a lot we could extract from it. Are we in relationship? Are we in proximity with people who are far from God? Do you have any influence with anybody that, that, that that's far from God? Again, we, we China's a she's a movie star. She's a social media influencer, right? Two, are we are we um, communicating things in a way that's receivable and not just yelling and trying to shut people in rooms and tell them they're idiots and right and are we also then slandering, attacking, and, and, and addressing all the other people who maybe we disagree with on some things, but they're also trying to help and tell people that they're snakes in ours? Those are my three questions for you guys. So I want you to answer that in the comment section. And further, are you hopeful when you see someone like China McLean openly, unapologetically making videos proclaiming the goodness of Jesus, proclaiming apologetics, proclaiming the truth of the Bible? Are, are, do, we, do we get excited and does this empower us to say, hey, maybe God is doing something in culture? Maybe because the reins of the music industry, the media industry are changing, meaning that you, the consumer, get to put people on. You, the consumer, get to choose what goes up the algorithm. And if you're a Christian consumer and you're on these platforms, you can push stuff up the algorithm by engaging with it, liking it. And Christian creators also got to do better at respecting your attention. I just had Gabe Perot on. I just had Nick D on. Both people who are exploding on TikTok. Nick D just signed a deal with Universal Republic because he's a Christian artist, because the consumer decided to put him on. And as now this, this entire old Hollywood, old media, you need a publicist, you need an agent, you need a record deal, you need this person, you need that person, as all of that is being done away with and is going to continue being done away with because you, the consumer, get to choose now. Does that inspire you and empower you to say, hey, not only... Not only am I going to engage and share this content that's valuable to me, but I'm also, maybe I'm going to be more bold in sharing my faith. Maybe the, this is a great conversation starter. When I was looking at her videos, I saw all kinds of friends of mine on Instagram that liked them that weren't Christian. And I said, oh, what a great way to start this conversation. Right? You see what I'm saying now? And so I think there's so much in this that we could extract. And I think that there potentially is a revival coming. I think potentially there is something that's happening in the culture. Everybody wants to change the world through politics and through legislation. What if we change the world through music, media, technology, and leveraging these platforms to clearly and articulate, to clearly and plainly articulate the good news of Jesus? Because I tell you what, I tell you what, I wish I had someone like China McLean when I was 17. 18, 19 years old. 
I wish I had someone like this giving me apologetics lessons while while I still have one foot in the world and one foot in the church, not fully sure. I wish I had someone like this being this unapologetic about their faith or just being able to open up a, 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 a app like TikTok and see multiple creators and then all of a sudden turn on the music and see multiple people who are very imperfect, but multiple artists professing Jesus as their Lord. I would have I would have loved to see this when I was their age. Right. And so I think Gen Z guys, y- y'all sleeping on Gen Z and we can laugh and we can crack jokes and we can say, you know, they're multitasking and all that kind of stuff. But I think this generation is going to is going to grow up and be completely different than some of the entitlement we see from the millennials. Some of the, the just uh, uh, the jadedness and I can't get ahead and the system is rigged. and The world doesn't like Christians. And that, right. I, th- I think you're going to see this next generation grow up with just a different framework, man. So hopefully this is encouraging to you guys. I really do want to hear from you guys in the comment section. Let me know what y'all think. Kingstream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn. Hey, thank you so much for making it till the end of this video. If you found it valuable, please consider giving it a like and subscribing. You can check out one of the other videos related to this that'll be over here. Now, I got to tell you about a free training I have for anyone that is an entrepreneur, a creative, an artist, but maybe you are unsure on how to find your voice, how to find your niche. I have a free training in the description of this video. Check it out. Once again, thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you, and I will see you on the next video. Holy smokes, you made it through the entire episode shout out to you probably means you're rocking with what we're doing and again we ain't got no sponsors on this show and i'm gonna keep it that way but what you can do to keep it sponsor free is consider signing up for our king's dream patreon the link is in the description of this episode best way to get a hold of me best way to hop into a group zoom call and the best way to partner with what we're doing here help us create more stuff just like this Thank you for listening. Peace.